Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome back. back to Tells. Okay, go ahead. Your turn today. You don't want to do it together? Synchronized intro, perhaps? No? Okay. You go ahead. Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Boosie. Hi, Andrew. Do I sound like you? Exactly. And you probably should say my name more. Then Joey Ingram wouldn't call me. What did he call Busy. me? Busy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Tell's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the last podcast. And if you haven't listened to it, we chatted to Joe Ingram. Chatted to and had a deep dive on his love life. Yeah, we spoke about how to build self-confidence, how to... Life of love by <laughs> Andrew and Brucey. All right. Okay, moving on. Tells podcast. We don't have a guest today. We just have weird Andrew here today. We have a lot of listener feedback. But before that, I've been watching Kaylee and Jordan's vlogs oh, yeah? from the bus, bus life, van life. What is it? Van life? Van life. I suppose that's a phrase that gets tossed around. And um, how do you feel about bus life? Torn. It's, it seems nice. The waking up in different national parks every day. Yeah. Just being outside, but also not very comfortable. And I don't know. I mean, maybe five years ago, I would have been more open to it. But now yeah. I, you know, as you get older, you like your comforts. Maybe. I don't know. I think you shouldn't like discourage anyone at any age from doing something like that. Because it's a lot of people's sort of dream, you know. People say that, oh man, that's my dream. Oh, yeah. So if it's your dream, absolutely say, do it. But then they also say, oh, I'm too old for that or something. You know? Okay. Yeah. No, that's not. You're never too old to do something. I'm just saying for myself. Yeah. Um, so like you need some standard household comforts. Yeah, I think so. Like a bathroom. Like a, yeah, that would be very difficult. Because I, I mean, you know, I like to have a nighttime routine. And case, I wouldn't be able to have that, like wash your face and all this stuff and put on my 50 creams. And yeah, it just, I don't know how that will work. Um, just in case nobody knows, somebody doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. These are uh, a couple that was in a vlog of mine two vlogs ago. And they are living out of a converted bus, a little short bus that uh, Jordan and Kaylee converted into a pretty nice little space. Uh, on wheels and they're living out of that they've been living out of it since uh, august i think yeah i mean there's so many positives like you're you use so much less space right you take up a lot less space i don't know if your carbon footprint is that much smaller since you're driving everywhere but you're just not using a lot of stuff and you can't carry a whole bunch of stuff because you don't need it but just being outdoors would be yeah. really fun like my one of my favorites was the jeep camping yeah that looked really fun because i really don't like the campgrounds with the concrete and the and the picnic benches <laughs> that is not my style of camping i like bundu bashing what does that mean like you're just in the bush and there's no comforts mm -hmm. you know i don't want a bench i don't want <laughs> a concrete slab so i can like pitch my little tent on this concrete slab I, mm -hmm. I mean so the jeep 
camping is kind of fun because you sleep on top of the jeep i'm sure you guys have seen it uh where you sit up you pitch your tent on top of the car have mm -hmm. you seen this and then yep. you have a little ladder yep. climb up into it that's pretty fun mm -hmm. yeah i think they drove they, what did they say they drove like two hours on a dirt trail or something before they just stopped and pitched the tent there yeah it's pretty awesome but you see, I think that's just more, for me, it would be more uh, getting more conscious about going out and doing stuff like that versus leaving and living in a van. I think it'd be a cool experience to do for a few months, maybe. I don't know how long, though. I don't know how long I'd really want to do it. I'd probably be good for 30 days and not more than that. <laughs> 30 days? Yeah. That's pretty short. That would go pretty fast. No, I think... By 30 days, you'd want to come home. I would want to do uh, staying in hotel casinos everywhere <laughs> for a long time. For a long time? Yeah, like a year. Not all hotel casinos are that nice, though. Well, I'm sure everything is not always that nice, right? Okay, so is that what we're doing next year? Now Maybe. we have a we have a plan for our lives? That sounds kind of cool, but it's probably not going to happen. Why? Because we'll just talk about it and then forget about it. Well, we don't have to. We can. But we will. But now it's on the podcast, so we can have people keep us accountable. It won't matter. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Shall we go straight to our listener feedback? Yeah, let's get in. Where do we start? There's so much. Questions or good news? Anywhere. Uh, questions. All right. We have a question from Mike, who has been traveling around Southeast Asia for about five months and he's hoping to continue until April. Is he in a bus? He's not. I don't think so. He doesn't mention being in a bus. Okay. I think he's just... Friendless. <laughs> Mike, let us know if you're traveling in a bus or not. And so he... And then at, at the end of April, he's looking for a way to acquire more money. So he gives us a little bit of background and he spent uh, two months here, two months there. And he is then going to France for a wedding and then travel around with the money he saves. Yeah. But for time, freedom and potential earning reasons, my thoughts always go back to poker as a po possible source of income for that short term period. Right, so from April till he goes to the wedding, he's trying to figure out what to do in that five or six months. Okay. Understanding the risk of simply losing. Five or six months of solid play seems like a decent sample size to see if it's something I could be successful at and enjoy. My experience in the casino is limited, maybe 20 sessions, but I feel comfortable and confident there. Obviously, spend more time in home games and studying than casino play, although I haven't played much since June. So his question is, my plan would be to take $5,000 from his long-term savings to invest in himself. And his question is, is $5,000 a decent enough bankroll to get started at one, two, four, five to six months? Let's go one question at a time. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot here. But uh, $5,000 is so-so. I would prefer to have more, if, uh, especially if you're just playing poker. If you're not doing anything else, for income, I would prefer to have more. Um, I think it's like if you if you lose right off the bat, you're going to be down to um, you know four thousand or maybe less. So that could be a little bit stressful. And playing um, scared, right? 
uh, could affect your play, affect your uh, mindset, affect your life. Um, just, yeah, just your overall mood. And, uh, yeah, so I would prefer to have more. Um, 10,000 would be more ideal. Obviously, not everybody follows the uh, ideal rules. Or, I don't know. I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call them rules, but the ideal guidelines and whatever you want to call them. So I would prefer to have more. It's tough to really get a sense, a sense of how much experience you have playing poker over an extended period of time. Um, it doesn't sound like very much. He says that maybe 20 sessions in an actual casino. So he has about five or six months of solid play. So I don't know what that means. Like if he's winning more often, I guess, than he's losing. And he plays in home games, right? He says he obviously spends more time in home games and studying than in casino play. Okay, so maybe he has a decent amount of experience in home games. Uh, home games are generally considered softer than casino games. Um, and then it just depends on like how much rake they're taking. Um, people tend to play pretty loose and splashy in home games. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's just tough, to, it's tough for me to say and uh, sort of give expectations without really knowing what your win rate is. Um, the ideal win rate in 1-2 is like $20 an hour, but that's for like the best players in the game. So, I mean, even if you have like a $10 an hour win rate, that's that's pretty decent for 1-2. Five big blinds an hour, it just depends if $10 an hour or you know $15 an hour is something that uh, is going to be suitable for your money accumulation desires. It depends on what your expenses are gonna be aside from the poker. Yeah, and where will you be playing poker, right? So, because if you're playing somewhere, and if you're in Asia and you're playing poker, and you, you know, your expenses are only like fifty bucks a day or fifty bucks a week, whatever, then uh-huh. that's not so bad, right? That's good, yeah. Or if you're living at mom and dad's house somewhere, that's even better. That's ideal. <laughs> if you're playing one too, that's sort of the situation that is uh, ideal. Um, it's just really tough to like make sort of, I don't know what you want to call it, nest egg or just grow your net worth at one, two, because normally people have expenses and a lot of that money, a lot of your winnings are going to go towards those expenses because you can only win, like I said, the best players, $20 an hour. How much can you really save? I know, but I think uh, Mike wants to see if this is going to be possible, maybe. So use this five to like time period in between his travels and the mm-hmm. wedding to figure out if poker might be an extra source of income. Sure. And I I mean that's a good number of months, five or six months. It's that's a good sample size. It'll really give you a sense of like what it's like to grind every day for a living. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, ask questions about one week or, you know, a couple of weeks worth of play or, you know, a hundred hours, is that enough? If you're getting like hundred and fifty hours a month over six months like 750 hours and that's pretty good sample size to find out what the poker life is really like so the final answer is that maybe more than five thousand dollars and yeah more than 5k is ideal closer to 10k um and keep expenses as low as possible if yep not Non-existent. Non-existent. Would so be the ideal situation. Go home, live with your parents if you can. <laughs> okay, so Mike's second question is how to decide if throwing myself into this with my experience makes sense. I have the mindset of if I don't try, I'll never know. And I'm currently at a point in my life where I'm able to do so. 
but obviously losing with Seth and something guaranteed and steadier is safer. Obviously, yeah. Something guaranteed and steadier is safer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing that's but, ever guaranteed, right? Yeah, I mean, you could get fired from this, like, ideal job or hate it or not be able to go for whatever sure. reason. So Yeah. Uh, my man Gary V says that um, the, the non-safe play is to not try and... I like the mindset that Mike has. You have the time. You're already out of the sort of yeah. daily grind. And so you have the time to explore something that you, or you might be interested in. And so, yes, try. Yeah, this is actually like the super idea, ideal time to get after it and try it and see what it's like. Last question. What are your thoughts on traveling a bit while playing to do this versus setting up a home base? Home base would likely be Philly, New Jersey or Massachusetts. Traveling options would likely start in Australia. Long-time fan and would love to know your thoughts. Maybe he is expecting to travel using the money that he makes from poker. Okay, but I thought the overall goal was to like acquire more money. Well, I guess there's two goals. To try poker. Right. And to also grow money while he's in this stretch. Right. So, I mean, I would highly recommend having a home base and uh, limiting your costs, which travel costs are gonna be massive um, compared to a one-two win rate and earning power. So yeah, you just gotta look at it more like, you know, this hourly wage kind of thing. The best players are gonna be making about $20 an hour. Even if you're making $10 an hour, that's like still doing okay considering you have to beat the rake in one-two, which is a higher percentage of the pot size in, or just the money that's available in a one-two game compared to some other games. So, how much did you travel when you played one two? Hardly ever. Okay. <laughs> I hardly did anything. I had to say no to like all sorts of things, like a couple of friends' weddings. Um, not like close friends, but you know, got some wedding invites that I just had to turn down just because it was like unreasonable to partake in flying all over the place. And uh, there was no like, you know, I might go to Los Angeles, which is only a four hour drive away. And, you know, stay for cheap somewhere, crash on a friend's couch. I did that a few times. Because I think Mike will have some money because he says he's going to be working here, right? So he works until... My goal is to work until September and then fly to France for the wedding and then travel around the area with whatever money I save in that time. So it's basically like I'm going to work, I'm going to have some savings, and now I'm trying to decide whether I do poker sort of the fun way Mm -hmm. where you travel and play poker or you do poker just grinding and i think if you're wanting to decide whether you're going to do poker maybe full time Mm -hmm. so maybe it goes great for the number of months that you play and you're like okay i can see a future here it will be fun if you do the traveling but then you'd really want it to be as close as possible to what your life would be afterwards yeah and so because you have to build a bankroll, right? Because then you don't want to be playing one, two for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so... There's, two, there's sort of like two different scenarios here. There's one where you're talking about having a really cool life experience for like five or six months and just traveling Play poker. and seeing the world or the country or whatever. And, uh, you know, playing poker in all these different locations, which sounds super fun to me. You're not going to be building your net worth, I don't think, uh, unless you're like couch surfing and getting 
hit, like hitchhiking or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess there's way to do ways to do that, but um, yeah, the other van life, <laughs> duh. I guess, yeah. Or you know, do you want to approach it from like professional poker standpoint, where you keep expenses extremely low when you're starting at the bottom, you know, with your entry level job, which is one two, and uh, you're devoting all your hours to the grind and studying and talking about poker hands and playing at the table, not really spending too much money or any money outside of that pursuit. Yeah, that sounds pretty boring. Yeah, well, it's tough. That's why most people uh, fail, right? Um, But what's the difference between this and like starting up a company? You know, you're putting in tons of hours at that and you're keeping your expenses as low as possible so you don't burn up all your startup funds. You're working whatever, 18 hour days. So I like Mike's idea. Just travel, play poker, enjoy your life, and then decide maybe yeah. what you want to do. <laughs> I'm going to do that, I think. Decide what I want to do. Yeah. You going? You have a decision to make? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you can go hang out with Mike. Mike, you need a roommate. <laughs> Thank you for answering Mike's question. I hope we sort of answered your question or answered your question. I think we just gave him more questions, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. There we go. Thanks for the questions, Mike. Yes, keep the questions coming. All right, who's next? Whose life do we get to solve next? We got the best email. Okay, all the emails are really good, but this one. (laughs) So a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, we received an email from Steve who is asking, let's just go back and read. Back in time? Yes. Back in tells time? So the email read, hi guys, Great podcast, so witty, just love it. This may not be a topic you want to talk about, and that's okay. I'd understand. I'm a white European male, and I'm in a wonderful relationship with an African-American female going on a couple of years. We're talking about making it permanent. Our families have accepted us. And they were asking about traveling together internationally. Mm -hmm. I remember them. Guess what? What? Uh, Steve and Rose are now engaged. Really? Yes. That's so exciting. They, uh, this happened in between correspondence. Well, let me read you Steve's next email. He says, Hi guys, I just wanted to give you a quick update. After listening to your response to my question on Tells a few weeks back, we decided to get engaged. So I'd say your podcasts are a success for us. After listening to us? That's what he says. Steve, for real. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? That's super cool. Congratulations. And he says, thanks for the very thoughtful answer, answers and Boosie's nudge. Oh, I think I said, make it official. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you did. They did. You Con- did. Congratulations to Steve and Rose on your engagement. We I'm our, so excited. Our first wedding on Tells. <laughs> Maybe we can record it, their vows on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, just Steve and uh, Rose, you're going to have to make us a vlog of the wedding. That's awesome. Congrats, guys. And uh, I feel 100% responsible for this. That's cool. <laughs> Do you have something else that you would like to tell me that happened in your week before we go to more listener questions? Um, How was the meetup game last night? Had a meetup game last night. It was really fun. Um, the room was full. There was four 2-5 games and two 1-2 games. Um, it was a pretty busy weekend with Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, it was cool. Um, thankfully, once again, I did not drink excessively. Yes. I love it. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Um, 
Yeah, I uh, I think I had one beer um, throughout the uh, the games themselves, and then I had one beer afterwards, and someone bought me a shot, which I was extremely angry about, <laughs> but not really. Um, so I'm really proud of you. I think that was you the extent must of it. Feel great, don't you? I do feel great, but yeah, it was really cool because uh, it was such a fun mix of people, um, some new faces and some regulars. And uh, yeah, I captured it on my Instagram and Brad captured it for a video, I believe, for a blog on YouTube and good times. So if you're ever in Las Vegas, check what? Mugs? Facebook.com slash poker mugs. Poker. Poker M-U-G-S. So plural mugs. Yes. Facebook.com slash poker mugs. All the info there. Probably next one will be on the 28th, I think, of February. Why is that? Because that's the day we come back from South Africa. We're going to South Africa. Yeah. Are you excited? I haven't even announced that on the blog yet. So this is some inside info for you Tells listeners. That's right. Um, yeah. Off to Europe this week. And from there, down to South Africa, which is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to the motherland, y'all. What are you looking forward to the most? Home sweet home. <laughs> Cheap wine. $2 a glass everywhere you go. <laughs> Oh, so much for not drinking too much so you're yep, not getting that's hangover. that's out the window. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Everything. Just uh, everything. There's no one thing in particular. Are you? Uh, how do you feel about going home? How long has it been since you've been home? Too many years. Uh, the last time we were home was uh, end of 2014. End of 2014, so just over three years. Right. Since you've been home. Yeah, it's not by choice, you know. It's mm-hmm. like immigration issues. Yeah. Are you excited? How excited are you? I am both excited and a little stressed because it's really short. You really need to go to South Africa for four weeks at least, maybe five. (laughs) Um, And we're going for like two and a half weeks and that's a little bit, two weeks actually. And that's stressful. Well, you're going a couple days earlier than I am, but yeah. Because I want to catch up with all my friends, but then I want to spend time with my family. Mm -hmm. And so it's really difficult to know where to put my energy and also i just want to relax for two weeks and this not... is this is how i feel every time i go to detroit so i can't imagine how you feel i want to eat jet's pizza <laughs> i want to eat mr c's subs i want to eat national coney island honeys so I those are all eat, your friends all wanna, the eats i want to eat lebanese food from emily's what else do I want to eat? <laughs> so there's all your friends, as you noted. Andrew has no friends in Michigan, just the food places. So, uh, and he's comparing that to my relationships. It's very tough to be able to eat all these things. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't plan on eating any of my friends, but yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> it's very hard to sort of distribute your time. So yeah, um, I don't know. I just it's tough to imagine not going home for three years when your home is another country and then uh, wanting to do as much as you probably want to do. Yeah. So I guess we'll just try and go home more frequently now and for longer periods. So I think at next year we should go for, you should. you should at least go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, don't worry. I yeah. won't miss you. Then I can have the place to myself. For a little <laughs> while. That'd be cool. All right. Yeah. I'm going in the, uh, I plan on going in the winter time next year, I guess. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because it's just better game viewing time mm. because the animals are mating and it's cooler. So they come out to, you know, get some sun. 
Guys, but in the sun. Guys, God willing, I will be holding a baby lion on this trip. <laughs> God willing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll try and make that happen for you. Okay. We'll report back shortly. <laughs> okay. So back to listener feedback. All right. Remember, we had a little contest. Yeah, we did. A Valentine's contest. Cash money prize. Cash money prize. We have selected a winner. And how did we go about the selection process? We just read her sweet words to her sweet husband. All right, guys. We have ourselves a winner. What's the cash prize again? And what's the whole contest? Quick recap. Ten seconds. The contest was to write a dating profile for your loved one. Just to remind yourself why you love them. Yeah. Well, it was based on someone who's dying, but yeah. That's morbid. <laughs> That's how you got the idea, right? Right, but it wasn't, it was supposed to be, you know, the positive side oh. of that. Okay, yeah. Jesus. So it was supposed to be write, your, write a dating profile for your significant other. And then the best one that tugged at our heartstrings the hardest was going to win money. Because that's what this is all about. So back to the winner. The title is Mr. Sweet Faces Dating Profile. Okay, Mr. Sweet Faces Dating Profile. Yeah. And this is, shall we, let's read it and then we'll say who it's from. Okay. Well, they already know who it's from now because you just read the title. Yeah, but not everybody else knows. Okay, go ahead. Ladies, you want to marry Cedric and here's why. Cedric is kind. He doesn't speak ill of anyone. He doesn't fill his mouth with hateful rhetoric. He believes respect is one of the basic human rights. He also knows exactly what to say in all the right moments. Cedric supports you. He marches alongside you at a woman's rights march. He encourages you to go back to school after a 14-year hiatus. He makes your coffee on your late-night study and homework sessions because he knows you have worked all day and need a recharge. He also packs your lunch every morning. Oh my. Wow. I'm going to marry Cedric. Me too. Cedric is adventurous. He's adventurous because you are. He takes you to the ends of the earth, traveling and smiling in photos at museums and landmarks. Not because he wants to be there, but because he sees how happy traveling and new experiences make you. Oh. Cedric is strong. He, ta- he takes command of any room. He will be your strength when you need it, and life happens, so you definitely need it. He will ensure you things will be okay as long as you hold tight to each other. And this is from Candice about her dear, sweet husband, Cedric. I want to cry. Candice, that is beautiful. Every time I read it, I just want to cry. It's so beautiful. That is, that is lovely. That is quite lovely. And uh, Cedric, you're the man. Nice work. Yeah, I think we all want to marry Cedric now. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Use a packed lunch right about now. That's awesome. So congratulations, Candice. Thank you very much for uh, submitting your dating profile. And you also said that you were hesitant to, and I'm glad that you did because it gave us all the feels. Andrew's tearing up. Don't cry, baby. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Don't cry. It's, it's okay. Yeah, and there you have it. Cedric and Candice, happy Valentine's Day. I will be reaching out to you to send you your prize of $100. Nice. So Candice can take Cedric out for a nice dinner. Maybe I should have written one. I could have won $100. Yeah, hmm. we could have. Whoops. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. 
I think that's all we have. Yeah. I think that's all we have time for. You're probably right. That was fun. Thanks Love for that. writing in. Love that feedback. We have a very special late Valentine's Day podcast coming out next Friday. So be sure to tune in. What do you mean late Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. See how, how Valentine's-y this relationship is. <laughs> Can't we release it on Valentine's Day? I guess we could. I thought about it. Yeah. Maybe we should. We'll see. Just watch. Just keep your eyes peeled on that podcast inbox. Is it? It's not an inbox. <laughs> It's a notification. But thank you so much for having us on your podcast, listeners. Yep. What she said. Any last words? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> That's a very long time to not think anything. There's just so much going on right now for us, for me. This is all about me, really. Yeah, I can't wait. I won't have your stress when you leave on Thursday. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to place to yourself for a little while. How does that feel? Great. Must be nice. Yeah. Maybe you should go to Rosbadon. <laughs> I will stay home. You know how to fly the drone, right? Yeah, I do. You know how to play I know how poker. to play one, too. What are you playing? A tournament? A poker tournament. Am one I? thousand euro buy-in. Could go up and smoke. Or we could get rich quick. Tune in next week to find out what happens. I think I'll crush it. You? Going final table. Final tabling that 1,000 euro event. Okay. Good. I will be sleeping in, going to bed extremely late, and not have to tiptoe into bed. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. So next time you hear from Tells. So next week we have a special podcast edition. Uh-huh. And then the following week you'll be hearing from Tells. From South Africa. Pretty dope. All right. So. Hopefully I'll have a lion in my lap. During tells? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, a lion in Andrew's lap. Thanks for being here. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.